All right, all right, everybody. This is another great podcast episode. It's going to be aired in Mental Health Awareness Month of 2021. And I had to get somebody on that I've been following um, for a minute. Her, her, just, her content is adorable. It's great. It flips the script of that mental health stigma that we don't have to stay anymore. And um, I'm going to have her introduce herself. So, Cheryl. Uh, Go ahead, introduce yourself to everybody. Thank you so much for having me. I am Sherelle. Um, I am a licensed social worker and a trained life coach, um, really emphasizing mental and emotional fitness for people who are, you know, going through transitional periods in their life um, at a place where it's kind of like, I don't know what to do next, or just as we talked about, Sharia, that mental maintenance. Um, and so, yeah. I am excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. No problem. Um, just to give you another further, if she doesn't know this, but, you know, um, they did a great, great video, her and her three other friends. Uh, shout out to the Girl Gang Entertainment. Um, they helped me with um, the Mental Health Gala, um, but unfortunately it's postponed um, for a few numerous things, but I loved how they really supported my movement during that time. And it will happen once COVID is over and we can be masculine. But as we continue on in progress, um, can you just basically tell people what is your 2021 word? Uh, my word is intentional. So what is your word, Shro? My word for the year. Honestly, 2021 coming into it, I was just grateful to be alive. Mm. Um, and so I didn't really set intentions until like mid-January because the year had just been such an uprooting, right? Everybody was put on pause, you know, we're dealing with the pandemic. And so um, I really took time. I didn't want to rush into it. And I think shift would be one word that I would, I would describe that I'm focusing on. And more so in terms of shifting from being a planter and a gardener to being a, a harvester. And so I want to really bear fruit and then harvest the fruits of my labor. Um, so that's where I am right now. I, oh, I, you know, oh. certain seasons. And I think I know I'm not in the season of harvest yet, but I'm mentally preparing for, for that to come. So overall, how would you say your entrepreneurial journey started for you to want to start planting? Oh, it, it started with this pandemic. <laughs> um, I think if you asked me five years ago, if you asked me two years ago, if you asked me in the beginning of 2020, if I was going to be an entrepreneur, I would have told you no. <laughs> hmm. I am like, a, you know, by the books type of person. I'm like, if there are rules and structures already set up in place, I'll just follow them. Cool. But in this, in this pause, in this pandemic, I realized like, there is more that I want to do, more that I'm called to do that I can't necessarily do in the confines of an organization. And so entrepreneurship really gives you the freedom to focus and hone in on that passion and that purpose that I don't necessarily get in, in organizations that I've worked with and currently work with. Um, and so I started thinking like, what does it look like for Sherelle to do what I truly want to do and what God has called me to do? And it's leading me down this path of entrepreneurship, which I would not have guessed for myself. I love that because literally some people, some it's it sometimes take that push, you know, 
Um, I think that everybody needs to start entrepreneurship, not because it's, you got to find your purpose, you know, just saying, I want to make money. That's not enough. Right. Um, literally um, putting yourself out there and making things happen and recognizing that one source of income is not going to, not going to cut it. It's not, it's, it's not anything can happen. I know the social work, work um, industry can be up and down. I mean, I know several people that, you know, either quit the social work and go straight entrepreneur. I know some people that stick and do hybrid and some people just, just overall just go to a whole go shift left and just like, I'm done with this industry altogether. Right. And coming from that, how has, um, what advice would you give? Cause you do that a lot in your Instagram and what advice would you give to somebody in honor of mental health awareness on how to make mental health their priority? You know, I'm a mental fitness coach and you're doing life coach and telling people about mental fitness. What would you give, what advice would you give them? Um, I would tell them that mental fitness and mental health is not separate from every other area of your life. Mm-hmm. I think we categorize it um, oftentimes. And part of what I do and what I'm passionate about is normalizing the conversation that mental health and everything else is included. It's not just entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is in terms of all areas of health and wellness, right? Financial, um, emotional, uh, social, relational, all of these areas of health and wellness include mental health and entrepreneurship is not um, outside of that. And so I would encourage people to really view mental health as a part of that. Um, Seeing that when when you're feeling good, you do good. Um, that's really the saying. And um, we got to start paying attention to it more. Mental health isn't just like diagnosis. It's not just anxiety and depression. Mental health is lifestyle. How do you live your life to the best of your ability um, to be the best entrepreneur that you can? And if you ignore that part of mental health, then you're not functioning at optimal capacity. So. I love that. I love that. Um, Moving forward. Well, you already explained this, uh, you know, having a difficult time. So I'm not going to repeat that question because you said it during COVID and stuff. So um, how has working in the mental health space correlated with you being being a, the best entrepreneur that you could be? Um, again, it's it's lifestyle. It took me a while to realize that that is what it is. I'm not outside of my social work title or life coach title. That is, that is part of my life. I don't just teach it. I I do it. I am it. Um, And so that having that kind of framework in terms of uh, making sure that I have those wellness checks, um, thinking of mental health in terms of preventative care and not just like reactionary that something is wrong. So I got to see a mental health counselor like no everything's going right let me see somebody to help me maintain this um and how it's going to benefit me um in all of my areas and so I embracing that kind of thought process has helped really just uh keep me from being overwhelmed and stressed in terms of learning the entrepreneurial side of life coaching and um the things that I do a lot of entrepreneurs actually that are in the mental health space, social work that do venture off, they do venture off as a life coaching because um, one of the technicalities to correct me if I'm wrong, you cannot counsel somebody outside your state, correct? Right. Okay. Okay. 
Um, so I'm licensed in New York state so I can do therapy under supervision. Um, but through life coaching, like, like I said, because I'm a social worker by trade, like anybody that I talk to is going to get the therapeutic skills that I've learned because that's just a part of me. Um, but I can't say that I'm a therapist to you if you live in Georgia or, um, California and things like that. Now, um, adding on, so I don't want to just rush through. I know you got to get going and stuff like that, but I don't want to rush through, rush through, but I want to basically ask this question that I didn't put on script. I do try and stay on script most times on the podcast, but, um, I want you to explain, like, what's the difference between a therapist, counselor, and psychiatrist? Those are the three, right? Mm-hmm. Three. Can you explain the difference between the three? Um, there are like textbooks definitions of them. Um, a lot of times counselor and therapist um, are interchangeable. Um, it really just depends on the kind of work that you do. So um, the difference between the psychiatrist and the psychologist, the psychiatrist is the one that's giving you medication for your diagnosis. The psychologist um, and the therapist are usually the same thing, giving you a diagnosis. Um, a counselor could be identified as a therapist giving you a diagnosis or working through therapy, but it's really all about treatment plans, assessments, um, and figuring out a way to uh, move forward in, in your growth. Mm -hmm. um, like certain legal legalities that come alongside it, but essentially they're all doing the same thing in terms of providing um, intervention evidence-based interventions to help you through your mental health journey. So before we go back into the entrepreneur space, what advice would you state to anybody that wants to seek mental health assistance? Uh, first, I want to say that you are brave to seek it out. It is not uncommon. Um, it is something that I think we all need to start embracing as like normal. A lot of times people feel hesitant to reach out for help, but really we all need help. It's okay. Um, and so just taking that step, uh, I congratulate people who, who are brave enough to do it. Um, there are resources available. I mean, obviously everybody can Google things, but there's therapy for black girls. There's therapy for black men. There's um, therapists of color. There's Latinx therapy. You can order a therapist like you order a pizza and it doesn't have to be this kind of, it doesn't, I mean, we, we make it so like clinically, um, I don't know, putting off people from it. And really it's easy. You just find what you want, what you're looking for, what you need help with and boom. And if you don't like it, you don't have to stay with it. A lot of people feel like they're stuck with their therapist or, oh, I tried therapy and they didn't work. No, you need to find a therapist that is down for you, that arrived for you, that you connect with. And maybe their, their expertise or even their personality can help you through whatever it is you need to get through. No, um, I do like the fact that you said that. Um, one of the statements you just said of you don't have to rock with them forever and stuff like that. You know, um, I don't know if you watch, ever watched a TV show called This Is Us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know, uh, what's his name? The black, what's the black, black, um, I bad with names. <laughs> okay, well, um, Randall is the name, and Randall Pearson, I forget what his real name is. Sterling. Um, yeah, Sterling. His real name is Sterling. Mm -hmm. So Randall is Randall Pearson. His, he played, Sterling portrays Randall Pearson in the actual TV show. And he had a white therapist, a Caucasian therapist, 
in the beginning of the first three to four seasons. And now he basically, towards the end, he, he basically, or in the middle of this series, he let go of his Caucasian because he just felt that, you know, one, he was being raised by a Caucasian mother and he had all Caucasian family members that was brought up with. So they didn't understand his upbringing. So he honestly let go of his Caucasian counselor when he was making major breakthroughs, great breakthroughs, but he said, you know what, I need to get somebody that's more in depth with where I stand. And then he went to an actual African-American Black therapist, and then now he's in group counseling. So I just love the stages and of his transition, and it brings into the mental health space. And I want to basically tap into that because, or basically mention that in this podcast, because there is an evolution throughout your mental health, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. So um, get encouraged and go seek, seek the assistance. It saved my life because I literally, like, if I didn't seek the assistance, I wouldn't, I, I would have literally committed suicide. So, um, and I don't say that to basically come off as a victim. I say that because that's my truth. And, um, you know, overall, you know, I would not be the entrepreneur I am today if I wouldn't bring up mental health. So this is why this majority of all the podcasts that dropped in the month of May of 2021 and here and there, there will be future other ones even surpassed. And, you know, I will be constantly spreading mental health awareness is that you got to start first getting your mental health in check. You got to have that maintenance. Um, you got to get it, whether it's quarterly, whether it's monthly, um, whether it's weekly, you got to do what you feel is best. I love the fact that you did say <laughs> you can literally order a therapist just like a pizza because it's true. You know, there's yeah. several apps that you just could fill out and then they could basically tell you, okay, this is the app to basically use. And you can basically get this counselor once a month, twice a month, three mm-hmm. or whatever your case may be, you know, um, and everything. You just basically got to know that I'm not in this alone and something's off. Right. I'll go out and get the help and everything. Okay. So in going back into the entrepreneur space, you starting, you coming out as an entrepreneur and I love how you're fresh and new and just said, you know what? Entrepreneurship was never in my mind, but you got a wake up call and say, you know what? Just in case I just want to basically still help others and I can, I, and I can live in myself in a bubble, just Buffalo or wherever I am, or I can basically help on a higher platform, a more spread out platform around the world. What advice would you give to somebody that is in the same position where you are, where now you're starting out as? Um, in my journey so far, and even talking to my coach and talking to my therapist, I've learned that a lot of it is mindset. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it starts, ends, begins, processes through all of a mindset. And a lot of my investment in terms of time and energy and money is in in that mindset, um, it, it, it takes a certain person to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody can do it. Mm -hmm. And, and having that investment in the mindset to say like, this is what I want to do. This is why I want to do it. Uh, this is what I need to get it done. Um, this is who I am as a person. This is how I'm going to use myself and my skills um, to help others, like having that kind of mindset really helps push through all of the obstacles and barriers. If I didn't have that work, that work ethic or that mindset work done, I would really struggle. I mean, this is not easy, (laughs) easy work, especially jumping from, um, an organizational view, something that's stable and secure, um, 
and moving into entrepreneurship where you got to make the moves yourself that mm. like you got to be mentally prepared to handle that and yep. the pandemic i mean yes i had st- stability and security but that was on the line like what i thought was stable and secure technically really wasn't and so in entrepreneurship it's like you got to be willing to take the risk and i would rather take the risk on myself cuz it's really not a risk because if i trust myself to be able to do it then i can I would rather do that than to put all of my trust in an organization that could really just get rid of me at any point in time. <laughs> so, yeah. And that, that's, that's care to it show that you got to put yourself in a position to fire partner or own your boss. Like literally that's one of the key components that I said in my workshop on back in February and I'm going to live by that truth. And um, before we conclude this podcast, I've got, Two questions that Sherelle has prepared for me that's going to be blindsided. It's my favorite segment of the podcast called Hashtag Shea Suggestions. So, Sherelle, tell me the first question that you have for me for this podcast. My first question, I know you're always reading, like always. (laughs) I want to know what you are currently reading. (laughs) Easy. Virtual Summit Launch by Tim Wong, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I'm doing that, because I'm preparing for a podcast, I mean, not podcast, but, um, summit number three, man on a mission. That was actually my first summit last year, but it was pre-recorded this, but this year is going to be live. So, um, I'm reading that podcast. Cause I always, one thing, let me rewind back when you talk about mindset. Now that I'm been reading books a lot and stuff like that, you know, when I first started being intentional rereading, when I first started, really started being serious in my entrepreneurial journey, it was in 2017. I started reading books. I used to hate reading books. I'm going to tell you right now, college, high school, grammar school, math and science was my jam. Reading was not my jam. Anything English was not my jam. So um, it took me years. Like I just was reading everything the first Three years. And then last year, I started molding into reading books that align with where I stand in life. I want to read about relationships, I'm reading five love languages. If I'm going to read about mindset, I'm, I'm reading, um, you know, or being a better leader, leadership shift. If I'm reading about, if I want to read about time management, I'm reading the one thing, you know, literally. So the book that I'm reading right now is called Virtual Summit Launch. And that's because I want to get to the point of getting sponsorship because the virtual world is very enticing and it can be very profitable and it will be profitable even when this country and world opens back up. So um, now I'm just studying that and how I'm going to implement and get better because I see the growth of how I did the first summit to how the second summit of the Woman on Mission was great. And now the third summit. So that's what the book I'm reading right now. So nice. That's and I'll be done. That we that's actually book number 10. So once the, that book will be definitely done before the month of May is up. So um I got a new challenge that I'm gonna just basically announce that in the month of May, I'm gonna go back to a challenge I did back in 2019. But this time the challenge was I was I challenged myself to read 10 books in one month. Now this challenge, I'm not gonna have no audiobooks. Ooh. So some of the books was audio, mm-hmm. like three of them, I think two or three of them were audios in 2019. This book will be either a ebook or it will be um, an actual physical book. So it'll be blend of them. So I might split half and half. I don't know. Like, I don't like, e- I don't like, ver- I don't like physical books like that, that much because of, um, you got to carry it. So I like to just be on the go. So Kindle is going to be my best friend next month. So, okay. yep. 
I was just gonna ask, like, what do you prefer? I've only listened to one audio book, and I'm, I'm like, I don't like audio because all it's gonna do is give it. I don't like audio. Like, I understand it easy, but it's gonna make me want to read the book all over again. Like, I got certain like becoming. I listened to that book. I it's listened good. to that. That was the one I listened to on audio. That's not question two. Just to let you know, everybody. Um, <laughs> but um, the sweet thing about um, Kindle is now you can you can actually there's certain certain there's a feature that i love that came on like about a year ago you can read the book and you can listen to the speak some of the speakers are actually and they can they, you gotta you can add on a kindle transcription and the actual speaker will read the book so you can be looking at the words at the same time and listening to the actual author i think i would like that better be, especially for people who are like kinesthetic learners like I want to read it and listen to it and write notes but if somebody's like audio or auditory learner they like the audiobooks or things like that and so being able to cater to all the different types of of um I'm gonna give you one of my, one of my other key secrets and then you go on to the final question um that's one of the best reading somebody else's book or reading a book in general that's the best way to get connected with other people as an entrepreneur, someone let you guys know right now, like if you want to get more, if you want to in depth your community, your your better relationships, read other people's books, reach out to them, write the referrals and keep on this basically following up with them. Like, hey, I read your book. Hey, I basically did this. You never know because that's honestly how I got the one of the actual man in the mission summit. Never met him to this day. I've done pot, I've done interviews with him. And everything read his book reached out to him and said how can i add value to him and he was on my, he was one of the speakers that hands down no question that he like just keep on spreading the word about my book been yeah. doing that ever since and that's what it is matter of fact he will be one of my books that i he's one of my top 10 books that i read every year so that's awesome so what's my second question what's my second question um your second question is i know you talk about it a little bit in in terms of um how you promote yourself but what is your like favorite thing about doing what you do with shay on a mission and somebody's transition that's literally the the best thing somebody texted me and saying hey I, I implemented what you learned hey you gave me this great advice um like one of my clientele she was having a rough day and i said you know what Take it for what it is and then just keep, you know, marinate in it and know that it's just, just, just a day and mm-hmm. get back up and do it tomorrow and stuff. You know, don't let it be, don't, don't beat yourself up about it. So um, I love seeing that contest. I love seeing the testimonials of clientele that, you know, I asked to do a testimony and see their transition and how they, what they learned from my coaching sessions, from my um, speaking and everything. So that's honestly the biggest thing, transition. Yeah, I would say that's the same for me, too. I, I love watching people journey through from where they start to where they're growing through. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great question. Great question, Sherelle. So in conclusion of this podcast, first and foremost, thank you again for being on this podcast. Um, can you tell people how to follow you, how to get connected with you and anything you got coming up? Yes. Follow me on all social media, Sherelle Marie, S-H-E-R-R-E-L-L-M-A-R-I-E, number one. Um, I'm, I hate to admit that I'm like, love TikTok, but I love TikTok. So most you know, of the bomb job. That's why I asked her literally like, I don't, I scope out my speakers. I don't just ask random people. I don't ask random people. I investigate and look at their content. So I've been looking at your content. I think 
since like December. When do you really start being really, like really like probably, probably like September, October? Yeah, so like I probably started niching on about November ish or whatever, and I've been following you ever since. And yeah, fire girl. I need some tips. <laughs> um, if you're finding me on Facebook, it's Coach Sherelle Marie, um, and YouTube channel coming soon. So stay tuned. Feel free to like link me in any of those uh, bios um, and DM me, message me if you ever want to reach out. Um, I got some dope stuff coming up soon. So. Love it. Love it. Love it. So once again, everybody, this is the conclusion of a great another podcast episode of Mission Mementos podcast. Thank you again, Sherelle, for tuning in and being a speaker. Um, it's Mental Health Awareness Month uh, in the month of May, even though it's Mental Health Awareness 365 days. And we are on a mission to make sure that we spread the word and get people out of the climax of that. You do not need to seek help. You can seek help. You can it's not, it's not the stick. We got to in that stigma of mental health is, is something that we have to sweep underneath the rug. So, uh, thank you again. And, uh, this is the ending of a great other episode. Yay. Thank you.